it's Chris from the Detailers Cast. Today I'm joined by Tasha Lake from Lake Enhancement. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You've driven all the way down from sunny Scotland to join us today. Yes, I have. It was a good trip down. My safe journey? Yes, it was indeed. How long did it take you? Um, Actually, I left about half nine in the morning and then I got back into Tiverton probably about eight o'clock at night. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had a 20-minute nap halfway down. It was good. <laughs> you just pull over at the side of the road or in a service station? In a service station where there was a Starbucks so I could wake up and get a Starbucks. <laughs> Safety first. Nice. Yeah. Good. Uh, so down to Tiverton first, visiting family? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, seeing some family. I haven't seen them since before all that COVID rubbish started. So seeing them um, and then doing the Wheel Love course with Zirconite. Yes, enjoyed that today? Yeah, it was good, definitely. A little cheeky visit down to Caffeine Machine. Yeah, that was cool. I've always wanted to go there, so that was really good. That's a good setup, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll definitely go again if I'm ever down this way. Well, you're always welcome back here to visit myself and Lorraine. We'll yeah. be happy to have you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> good. So, um, Lake Auto Enhancement, tell us a bit about your business. How long has it been going? Um, so I started Lake Auto Enhancement in August 2020 during a lovely pandemic, which was interesting. Um, the reason I started it is because I actually got made redundant from a detailing company that I used to work for. All right, so okay. um, I really enjoyed it and it was something that I hoped to do with that business for years to come. But obviously, unfortunately, all that kind of um, nonsense, happened. nonsense happened. Yeah. Um, so I took the leap and started up on my own in about, yeah, August. And started off with like mobile work. Um, and then another detailer let me help him on the side kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that was really great. So... It wasn't just purely mobile work. Um, and then I was looking for a unit of my own. Mm -hmm. um, it took a while to find a good place in Elgin because there's not really great choices or they're all taken. Um, so as soon as I seen one that was good, I just snapped it up. Yep. And it's a really, really nice unit. It's massive <laughs> well, so certainly from the photos we've seen you, you, you spent a lot of time doing it up and it looks phenomenal yeah you can fit four cars in there roughly wow um not that i really want to fit four cars in there you wouldn't have much room um to walk around but no it's good and i'm still in the process of doing bits and bobs to it um like the floor i need to get the floor done but i'm still thinking of ideas to do the floor, I'm not sure whether to go for paint or like that fancy. Fancy tiles. Yeah, the fancy tiles. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm still kind of deciding that and it'll probably be over winter when I do that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And then just kind of making it more welcoming for customers and things like that. So, yeah, all takes time, though. Time and money and expenses. Time and money, yes. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we paint our floor in our place. 
mainly because I won't pay for the flash tiles <laughs> at this stage because they are nice and they do a job, but they're not cheap. Yeah, they're expensive. Uh, and we tend to we tend to have a Christmas break of between Christmas and New Year. Yeah. And then the floor gets painted. Yeah, that's what my plan might be if uh, I don't go for the tiles. I'll just paint the, the floor. But it's such a big area, so it's going to take ages, and I absolutely hate painting. <laughs> well, listen, you can get a nice big roller. Yeah. And a bucket. Yeah. It doesn't take that long, yeah. trust me. We could, we could do that whole floor out there in under a day. Really? Yeah. For the first coat. The first coat, I know. I need to do a few coats. Yeah. It takes time. But no, the unit, the unit, uh, so the journey from mobile to units happened really quick for you, which is great. Yeah, yeah. It all actually happened a lot quicker than expected. Because um, where, where are you? 13 months in? Yeah, yeah. It's not old at all. I feel like I've been doing it for years um, on my own, to be honest. <laughs> I kind of have, actually. Um, so to be able to do it by myself and how I want to do it and all that kind of jazz, it's uh, it's good. It's exciting. It's hard work, but I enjoy it, definitely. Yeah. There's nothing like being your own boss, is there? Yeah, I can go home and nap when I want. <laughs> it's great. There's, there's a theme here, nap on the way down. <laughs> Nap at work. Have you have you tried the power nap with the coffee? Have you heard of this? No. So they reckon I, I heard this on another podcast or somewhere some once, I can't remember. But they reckon a twenty minute power nap is ideal because any longer than twenty minutes is when you start getting uh you start feeling rough. Oh right, yeah. yeah. So they reckon twenty minutes is the cut off. And they say if you really want to supercharge it, have a coffee, sleep. And then by the time you wake up in 20 minutes, the caffeine's kicked oh, in. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I've tried it once, but I, the coffee kicks in quicker yeah. for me, I think. It's quite hard for me, unless I'm super tired. It takes me a while to kind of fall asleep. So I give myself maybe 10 minutes to actually fall asleep, and then I'll try and sleep for 20 minutes. Sometimes it doesn't work, <laughs> and I'll sleep longer. I'm sure I'm sure Lorraine, if she had a microphone, would, would, would attest to the fact that I can fall asleep at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Men, men just can't. I don't know what it is. <laughs> they just, they just shut off. There's like a switch in their brain, and they just switch off. Whereas women are like, we've got all these things to think about, and you just think about it all at night. <laughs> yeah, I, Lorraine's nodding away. She's, she, <laughs> she, she's busy working. Uh, what she's doing? She's shop. Are you shopping? Yeah. She, she, she's not. She's shopping. Christmas shopping. She's Christmas shopping. <laughs> All, all, all of the shopping for our, for our detailer network is done. You've got your Christmas presents that sorted. But woohoo! Um, <laughs> so yeah, though, watch, watch out for those. But she's shopping away. Um, so in Elgin, unit based, we're offering full detailing services. You're now going to be offering wheel protection as well in terms of alloy wheel yeah. protectors. Uh, what else are you looking to uh, to expand? I think we were talking about PPF. Yeah, as well. I'm looking into doing PPF. Um, but it's such a hard thing to kind of get into and get the certification. It's also quite expensive to get the the training. Um, so it's something I hope to bring in properly, maybe the beginning of next year, uh-huh. something like that. Um, but for now, I'll focus on the machine polishing, ceramic coins, um, leather repair, and now the wheel love stuff. Um, I'll try and promote that as well and then eventually work my way into PPF. I think 
it, my unit kind of needs a dedicated area for it. Yeah. Um, because it's quite it can get quite dusty and if I'm machine polishing as well it kind of needs like one of those special domes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you can put your car in and then it's got like filtered air and all that kind of yeah. stuff so yeah. I'll see I think it'll be quite expensive to put money towards doing the PPF but I think in the long run it'll be worth it definitely well and, and I guess it's it's always the way with these kind of things and we spoke about return on investment and advertising and uh for us as a business and, and, and what we try and advocate is if, if you're going to put money into something you've got to make sure you're going to get that return yeah yeah um personally and this is very personal to to, to rain rice but it's per our business we, we in, in terms of a detailing center we never really fancy doing ppf mm -hmm. um because it is a one of big costs we're training to if you get into plotters, which we spoke about, yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, uh, then it's quite labour intensive. If you've got enough demand, go for it because mm -hmm. it, it it will pay itself off. Mm -hmm. it, you know, ultimately. Um, but w we've just never really had the demand for it. I guess I know it's a niche kind of market, isn't it? Well, it's niche but growing. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, more people are finding out about it, um, yeah. and it's interesting to them. It's kind of the next level ceramic coating for customers, yeah. basically, but a lot more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more expensive, yeah. You need supercars rolling through the streets where they uh, they can pay for PPF. That's it. Yeah, I think that we'll, we'll probably take a, a, a just a perhaps I'll dress up as a joke or something and go through Chip and Norton Hill Street on Sunday again, just with buy PPF here or something. Yeah. <laughs> So many nice cars out at the moment, yeah. and, and there were some stunning vehicles down at Caffeine Machine. Yeah, there? there was. Yeah, there was a really nice. Um, what was it? Kawa Kawasaki bike. Yeah, with the ZZR with Kerry. the nice uh, green metallic paint. A few Harley's. Yeah, there was quite a lot of bikes actually. Triumphs. Yeah. There were a lot of bikes. Yeah, and then a Jaggy type. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was nice. Lancia Delta Integrale. Yeah, I like the wheels on that. I noticed the little abarf center cups oh, <laughs> yeah. on the wheels of course i noticed them though. well you're in a bar fan aren't you yeah i uh, run the barf club scotland oh all right okay. yeah so uh, i formed that in 2016 uh with like a handful of members because nobody knew what an abarth was i didn't know until i bought one what they were but they've got a huge history yes um and it's went crazy over the past couple of years and we're actually recognised by a barf themselves, okay. so we're like an official club. Good. Um, that's why it's called a barf club Scotland. So yep. what they do is they've got clubs all around the world, and it's a barf club, and then the location. Okay. So there's quite a few in England where it's like a barf club, northeast, uh, for like Newcastle area and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um. Well, that's great. So how long have you been doing that? Um. So 2016 is when I started it. Okay. Since I got my own Abarth, um, that was January 2016, and then near the end of it, I realized there wasn't any kind of car clubs specific for that brand. Yeah. Because, um, again, it's a niche little brand, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it was. It's yeah. quite popular now since they've been bringing out um, the new models. Is it the 595? 595. It used to be the 500, but um, it's now the 595. 
and there's a six nine five. There's the one two four spider. One two four spider. I've 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 done a couple of those, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they've done a five nine five competition with them. Yeah, cracking little cars. Yeah, um, the one two four spider has got one of the best igni- exhaust notes. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean it's basically it's Italian, so it's basically <laughs> it is basically an NX five. We know <laughs> we know that, but yeah, one two four spiders will agree. Um, owners will agree. <laughs> it, it is, but I think it just sounds so cool. Yeah, all of them have really nice exhaust notes from factory. Yeah, I think that's one of their kind of main objectives when Italians start making cars. Make sure it sounds good. There we go. Some alpha history as well. Yeah. I like, I like an alpha. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But there we go. The 159 Alpha mm-hmm. Mayo is one of the best looking saloon cars ever made. Yeah. I like it. And Lorraine keeps shaking her head at me. <laughs> she will never let me buy one. Oh. Because they always go wrong. Yeah. Italians have that kind of awkwardness. It, it is what it is. But you have said if we ever make it, mu- if we ever make some money, I can buy a Ferrari. Keeps you nodding, see? Oh uh, yeah, I'd get a Ferrari definitely. Which one? Oh, F forty. Uh, oh, oh, you're talking big money. Yeah, okay. or a La Ferrari if it was going to be a modern one. But yeah, they're a whole big money. <laughs> it's a whole big big money, right? Yeah, La Ferraris are cracking vehicles. I thought you was going to go like a 355 or... No, if you're going to get one, go Just go out. for it. Yeah. Go, go all out, go big or go home. Yeah. Good. Definitely. If you can't afford it at that time, then just keep saving. Or just sell a limb or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or an organ. <laughs> you don't need both kidneys. That's no, no, you don't. Okay. So, um, best car you've worked on so far? Um... I've done a lot of cars I like, and I mainly like the paintwork on cars. It could be like a really fancy Ferrari, um, but if it's not a nice metallic red, I'm not interested. (laughs) I really just like metallic colours or pearlescent colours, like uh, the um, GT86 that I did not long ago pearlescent white that's one of my favorite colors there are some beautiful white colors around yeah there. my abarth that i had to sell unfortunately in march this year uh was pearlescent white yeah i'm still the best color out there hands down um if i was gonna buy a car i'd either get it custom painted pearlescent white or i just get it painted um wrapped pearlescent white i mean <laughs> why not yeah it's just the best color. Um, so yeah, the GT eighty six was a great car to work on. I like the RS six that comes in like uh, is it Panther black? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think, I think that's what they're called. I'm I'm useless with color names. I know. So am I. I kind of get the red one, the black one. Yeah, and I'm the, the shiny same. One. I'm the same. Um, that was a really nice kind of black purpley color. Again, metallic. Um. Yeah, I've done a classic Abarth 695 as well. Really? Yeah, it was um, freshly painted um, and it was a dark blue, just like solid dark blue. It was a pain to machine because it's so curvy and there's so many 
like you know how the seams are all like clamped together and they're not yeah. proper like like cars nowadays so it was a bit of a nightmare but it was fun to do for sure and they're small but i think it took twice as long as a normal car <laughs> we did uh we did on the original fiat 500 oh yeah in um flat red Oh. original red but no but it was it's been well looked after but yeah i say well looked after it still needed a, a good two stage but cracking little car mm-hmm. and they're so small you don't realize how small they are no it's until nice you see you one in person when you can push it onto the ramp yourself without having to drive yeah. it <laughs> with one hand it's, it, yeah, it's a nice little thing to move about definitely so um quick journey into into what you've done very fast start straight into unit if you were going to give some advice to people looking to start in detailing, um, you know, moving from maybe hobbyist into full time, etc., what would you, what, what advice? If if you were going to talk to somebody now and, and and you were five years in advance of them, what would you yeah. say? Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. If you love what you're doing as a hobby, and you can make it work as a job, then you're doing what you love but also getting paid for it so it's a win-win um you don't have to go all out on all the expensive things you can just get going with a cheapy machine um or um get like noticed by companies and car care product companies and kind of work with them yeah um, and just be nice to your customers. Customers are always right. They are. <laughs> You're absolutely right, yeah, whether it's consumers or, or detailers. Your customers are the main, um, what's the word? They make your business. Yeah, the lifeblood of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, you, if you're rubbish to your customers, then you're not going to have any returning customers. Or referrals. Or referrals, or yeah. recommendations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get that. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, just go for it and be nice to your customers. Any major pitfalls to account for? Mm. It's a hard one, that, because yeah. you've, you've only been going a year so far, so we're just over. So Yeah, be careful how you spend your money. Watch cash flow. Yeah. 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 It's so easy to buy all the nice expensive things and then you realize, oh, wait, I actually need to buy stuff to run my business, not just to have nice fancy things. <laughs> um, so it's a double-edged bit of advice there. Yeah. Don't buy all the nice fancy things and then uh, I've bought all the nice fancy yeah. things and I've made that mistake. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I've learned from my mistakes. We all do it. <laughs> Well, it's it, similarly talking about, for example, tiled floors. Mm. Looks great. Doesn't actually add any value, should yeah, say, in, yeah. in inverted commas to your business. It's not going to actually draw. It might drive 1% of customers, 10%. Mm-hmm. Know, maybe they might look, you. oh, that's nice foreign. Yeah, they, they, she must be good. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it doesn't really translate to that apart from the appearance of the place. Yeah. Whereas if you're going to invest in a decent polisher, mm-hmm. for example which might save you more time, be more efficient, cut quicker, then that has a return on investment straight away. Yeah, definitely. So I, I get it. And, and, and similarly, it's like chemicals as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you, 
I remember when Lorraine opened um, our detailing center, we had a cupboard full of everything. And when something new came out, we'll try that. Yeah, we'll try yeah. That. We'll try that. Yeah, it's and hard not to. And then you end up throwing three quarters of it away. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it is difficult. Mm-hmm. It is difficult. Um, and social media is quite difficult as well. Finding time to keep that up um, is another thing that you need to be careful of because that's where most of your customers will find you. Mm-hmm. Um, I started up a website um, thinking it's not going to get me anywhere, but it's actually had a good impact on my business. Um, I thought social media was where it was all at. Like Facebook and Instagram is what I mainly use. Um, but as soon as I got the website, I got new customers that don't follow me on Facebook or Instagram, which was a good change. Um, fresh new customers kind of yep. thing. So It's one of the most frustrating, you know, from our perspective, running a network of detailers, it's one of the most frustrating things is when you go on to somebody's Instagram or Facebook bio and maybe they've, Maybe they've exp- expressed an interest in joining our network, for example. So we'll go on and we check them out because mm-hmm. some good, right and proper to do. So yeah. we check them out and we kind of look at them and go, where's their website? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> th- that's not a be all and end all, but if you don't have a website, I don't. That, that there's it, it, I, I, yeah, it, I get what you're trying adds, to say. Yeah, it adds more professionalism to yeah. it. Yeah. That's one thing that kind of bugs us a little bit. Second one is, no location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you're based in Elgin. We know you're based in Elgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody else would put, hi, I'm Lake Water Enhancement. I'm based in Scotland. Yeah. That doesn't Scotland's help huge. Yeah, it's a massive <laughs> country. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Um, or, or a county. People would give a county. Again, for us, that doesn't help us because of our exclusive areas. As yeah. You know, but it's like, well, but where are you based? Mm-hmm. Because if... If you're in, in Oxfordshire, for example, if you're based near Banbury and we were looking for a car detailer, we'd approach you. Yeah. It's here. If you are, I don't know, south of Didcot, which is 45 minutes south of here. Yeah. You won't know because you're not from around here. Right? <laughs> but it, we, we'd never speak to you. Do you see what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's have your location is important. Um, and I think similarly, when you look at websites, normally with most website packages, um, you get your domain-based email as well. And I think, you know, when people have Gmail accounts, again, it kind of detracts a little bit because anybody can yeah. set one up. That was what I kind of first did because it just looks more professional rather yep. than having your business name then at outlook.com kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I did that as uh, well. And it's not expensive to get a website up and running. No, it's not. I actually did mine f- through Yell. Okay. Um, so they helped me um, get that all set up. So I barely did anything. I can go in and edit it as well myself if I wanted to. I can go add extra photos um, or even make extra pages. It's really easy. Yeah. So I just did it through Yell. Um, and they also, uh, what's the word? Did the whole Google thing, so right, if yeah. when you optimized c- it, yeah, so you yeah. you come on the first kind of page if someone searched car wash, for example. Yeah. So SEO, but yeah, yeah, search engine optimization. I'm not good at any of that. <laughs> I mean, we built our own website. Mm-hmm. Um, there are platforms out there. Yeah, we'll do it for you. Yeah, um, like GoDaddy and 
Wix, uh, we use a company called One.com. Okay. Just because it's easy to use. Um, but I think that's important. Uh, and I think you touched on a very important point. Uh, we were discussing it earlier when we were talking about social media and advertising, etc. That you kind of reach a point where the algorithms in Facebook and Instagram stop y- stop new people seeing your yeah. business unless you start paying for it. Yeah. Um, and and one of the things that we talk about with with all of you guys is about social media, which is is that. Uh, and what you want to try and do is move customers from those social media mm-hmm. platforms to your website to capture their data. Yeah, yeah. Because if you've got a sign-up document or something like that on your website, you can market the customer tomorrow. Yeah. Today even, instantly if you want to. Mm-hmm. If it's a follower on a follower even, see, I'm struggling <laughs> today. If, even if it's a follower on Instagram, try and market those customers directly. You can't. Yeah. Because you don't hold their data. Yeah, you don't track how often they look at your phone um look at their phone sorry um how often they actually go on instagram itself you just don't really know that yeah well it's like you know we use a marketing tool to speak to you guys on a regular basis with updates yeah Um, we can tell who's opened it how many times they've opened it if they haven't opened it uh, how long they spent reading the email which links they clicked in it so we know everything about oh, right. know okay. everything about you. Oh. <laughs> but it's it's useful for us because it tells us if um, it's working. What's working. What's yeah. Working. So Yeah. Good. That's good. I need to set up a like an email marketing thing for f- through my website. I have I don't think I've done that. I've done like a contact form. Yeah. But I I don't really have the time at the moment to kind of make all those emails. Yeah. Um. So, but it's something I'll definitely do in the future. I think. Well, we might have a plan for you then. Oh. Okay. Because you could put something on your website that says, "Hi, I'm Tasha Lake, Lake Auto Enhancement. Download my app." Yeah. 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 <laughs> then you get them straight away. Anyway. Yep. There we go. Yeah, and then everyone loves an app. So. Why wouldn't you? I know. I've got tons on my phone. <laughs> I've got too many. Uh, yeah, I've got too many as well. I don't know what half of them do. But yeah, I'll get someone to try and find Google Maps and they'll be there for ages trying to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So uh, have you enjoyed today? Yes, it's been lovely meeting you guys in person. Likewise. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Sorry we haven't had a chance to get up to to Scotland just yeah. yet. No, you, you will. You will. Oh, definitely we will. Yeah. Now that we've got a new van that arrived half hour before you turned up. And it needs four days worth of polishing on it, <laughs> even though it's brand spanking new. And I'm not going to mention it to um, the company that supplied it to us at all, um, because that's horrendous. It's, it's pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Brush um, was definitely used. Brush, Brillo pad. I, I haven't seen a vehicle that bad from a from a manufacturer. Brand spanking new, 26 yeah. miles on the clock for a long, long time. Anyway. That's my complaint. <laughs> um, Tasha, it's been an absolute pleasure to see you and meet yes. you finally. Uh, we thank you very much for your support as Urkanite. Genuinely, we really do mean yeah. it. Yeah, I, I love supporting it. It's all made in Britain, which I absolutely love. Um, and your customer service is amazing. So oh, from you. from the start, it was it was great. So, And that's kind of what I look for when I want to be with businesses and kind of partner with them. Um 
just great customer service is key, I think. Thank you very much. And your products are good too. Yeah, they're all right. (laughs) They do a job. They're okay. Good. Uh, Thank you ever so much for coming down and joining us and uh, for also giving us the opportunity to talk to you on the details cast. No problem. My pleasure. Thank you. We hope to see you again sometime soon. Yes, indeed. Good. Thanks very much. Bye.